All right, welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Next Guy Up podcast. We are calling this episode the Next Gal Up podcast because we have a very special cast today. Uh, Tinsley and Mason are not here. They are taking the day off and we have a couple of visitors to the pod. So uh, before I am just also a guest on this pod as well. I am not the main character here. Um, You're the Steve Harvey of this pod. What does that mean? Host. Host. Oh, okay. Yes, I am hosting this podcast. Um, I, but I have I have no opinions today. Um, we are going to leave those to the other people on. You've already heard a few of them. We're going to let them introduce themselves before we get going. I have one sitting to my left here in the same house as me. Can you introduce yourself? I am Megan. I am your wife. This is Megan, my wife. Um, uh, so Who is with but, child. Okay, she is with child. This has been announced already on Messing Around Monday's episode, if you missed it. There are three of us here. Um, yes, that is true. I'm very hungry. Okay. The other uh, two cast members, you want, either one of you can go first. It's fine. I am Morgan, also known as Tinsley's wife. <clears throat> true. <And> I am <laughs> Jalen, and I am Mason's wife. Also, apparently the worst snake drafter. Uh-oh. Oh, Mason, oh, the worst. This is promising for us. If it, uh, if it runs redeem, in the family. Redeem the yeah. Trinal Draft vibes. So, uh, <laughs> so if you missed it from the title of this episode, uh, the this is all about Taylor Swift today. Uh, these, the three gals, all uh, watched the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie that came out this past weekend. And so, in honor of that movie coming out, we are doing a... A bonus snake draft for the week. We are drafting Taylor Swift songs. Uh, so the three of you all saw the movie. Um, any of you can go first. What were your thoughts on the viewing experience? I think um, I've seen a lot of other concert films and even some of hers, like the what was it, the nineteen eighty nine tour that she did, um, and some others of other artists and the reputation tour is out. Um, but the difference, I just remember watching, watching like the opening. I was like, I don't feel like I'm watching a concert tour. I feel like I'm watching a movie. This is very cinematic and very yeah. like wild. And and just from a, I don't know a lot about production, but I'm, an, I'm I, I maybe know more than your average Joe. Sure. And you have, 20,000 different camera angles and when you feel like the camera's right in her face and they switch the angle it's just there's nobody there and so they there were this is movie quality production and of course it is um but yeah and then the show was just incredible the flipping through the eras was really fun and um I thoroughly enjoyed it my theater experience um gratefully I being pregnant would not have been able to stand, jump, and sing for three hours. Um, and so it seemed as if the people knew this, but they mm. didn't. But the people who did want to dance went off to the sides. <laughs> and everyone was still hype, but I did get to sit the entire time and enjoy myself that way. So That's great. Um, which doesn't mean I was any more or less involved, but I enjoyed it. So it was, it was very good. 10 out of 10. We'll be watching it when it comes out on some streaming platform again multiple times. Hmm. It was very good. There you go. I think you watched it, you would like it. Mm-hmm. So that is my review. Next. That's how our theater was here too. It was a mix of people who were up in front of the screen, off to the sides, and then also people that were just sitting and enjoying. And that's what we did. Um, 
but the camera angles and also the cinematic aspect of all of it, like when she did tolerate it, mm. that was like mm. my favorite part of the whole thing. Yes, that was. Uh, yeah, I would have just like if I had just seen that, I would have left. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truly, truly, but it was yeah, really it was good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That was probably like the most impressive part of the entire show to me was that song because I knew what it was, but then when she performed it and the way that she performed it, I was like, "Oh, I really like this song now." Yeah, a lo- and there's so many songs we've heard before so many times, but I feel like when you see a live concert like that, it just adds mm-hmm. another layer mm-hmm. to the storytelling, and it just made oh, yeah. it that much more. Mm-hmm. And she's not just an artist that gets up and sings her songs. She storytells mm-hmm. every song and yes. gives some sort yeah. of, yes. like she becomes the character in the song, whether it is actually her who wrote the song about a real time experience or mm-hmm. like, like the folk more ever folklore evermore. And then midnights was more a little bit storytelling. Um, she becomes the character uh, mm-hmm. even on stage and tells yeah. you the story of the song. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing was immersive for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll also give it a 10 out of 10. I would go back. Yes. I would do yes. The experience itself was phenomenal. Um, I think one thing that was really entertaining was we did have a few guys in our theater and they were like so prepared for this movie. They were like chanting out everything that if you watched videos to know what specific chants you were supposed to chant out in different parts of the film, they knew what to chant out. My favorite part was when she performed Don't Don't Blame Me and some guy was like, take us to church, Taylor. And Morgan looked at each other and we lost it because it was just like... Oh my gosh, he knew it when to say it. It was so funny. And there was another was part really he was like, what are you going to tell us, Taylor? And then she like started the next part of the song, but it, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was, the, was Mason people... one of these guys? Was Mason, <laughs> Mason no. was there, right? No. No. Was he there? Mason, Mason went, there? The day bef- went the day before oh. and graciously bought us popcorn buckets mm-hmm. and a cup so that yes, oh, they wouldn't wow. sell yes. out. What a guy. And I actually, have buckets where I went, so I just got a cup. Oh, so, well, Mason actually was thinking ahead. I didn't even think about going the day before to get a bucket and a cup. He just like texted me while I was at work and was like, "Hey, do you want me to stop at the theater and get a bucket and I didn't a know cup?" That was a thing. Why did he was like? Me. Oh, why was that? You. Why is that a thing? But they also they, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they yeah had they regu- ran out. They had regular, like the regular plastic popcorn buckets, and then there was more of like a collectible that's like mm-hmm. aluminum, like a tin trash mm-hmm. can. Basically, is like the size. It's pretty big, and it's like pink oh, on the inside. EBay. Okay, but when yeah. you got your cup, like I ordered a drink, and they asked me if I wanted the Taylor cup, and then they gave me a cup and the Taylor cup. I got two cups. I could have got two drinks, but my hands were full. But they gave me a normal soda cup and then the Taylor cup. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. And I don't, I did not pay for two drinks. You need to sell it online. No. What's the retail market? No, I didn't get two Taylor cups. I got a regular soda fountain. You sell the Taylor one. It's unused. No, you don't want to sell the Taylor cup. I want it though for me. But you can make money on it. It's a a collector's item. $40. Yeah, one of these days it will be. There went your Taylor son, Jason. Yeah. We tried. It's fine. It's all fine. Okay, so to, the goal of today is to uh, draft uh, Taylor Swift songs. The she has her uh, discography is wide and far-reaching, and she has well over a hundred of like in the hundreds of songs out there. So there are, mm-hmm. are a lot to draft from here today. I think it will be fun um, for those of you who are maybe 
uh, not introduced to the draft, to the snake draft. We will uh, spin a wheel in a second to see who's going first. Uh, from there, it will be snake draft. So you will draft one, two, three, and then backwards uh, back to one. We're drafting five songs each. Um, okay. Do we feel good about that? Shout out to Mason, who is Mert behind. If you're if you're not watching the YouTube stream, which you should be, if you're not, uh, there is some Taylor Swift merch back there now. He's nice. a dedicated hey. behind the scenes. Um, before I before Watch I spin this, I just want to know. Uh, is there is there like a unanimous one of one here? Don't 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 tip any picks, but is there in your guys' mind? I know Megan is. We've talked about this, so she thinks there is a a one of one. I don't want to give it away. Don't say it. I just want to know if they think there's also like a an obvious number one overall pick. Do you think we all have the same number one? No. Okay. See, no, I think I, I think Megan and I might potentially. Okay, maybe. Okay, we're not going to tip. Yeah, any I picks, could see but. you two having the same one, but me, I okay. don't think so. Um, I. Megan also said there's a chance that hers her list looks a lot different from your guys just because oh before we start we were gonna have this conversation uh, favorite era of the of the eras tour what what is your favorite era of Taylor Swift's of Taylor entire Swift's, discography right so like which, we're all eras obviously that's the theme that's the theme of the show is like going through all of her eras since she was first started out to now yeah so what era is your favorite mine yeah um, honestly. Whenever, so, so I, I count folklore and evermore as kind of a combined era, but if I had to pick either, it'd probably be folklore. Cause when that came out, that just blew my mind that she would go that route with genre. And that's kind of more the alley of music that I listen to normally. And True. so, um, it was like a combination of worlds and it came out, I think in the fall or something. I it was can't like remember. During COVID, right? It was or during COVID. And, during COVID. Yeah. And so it was. <laughs> It was different, and it was it was just it was my vibe. Like I, I love all of her stuff, but it, of all of that, that those albums are the most my vibe. Mm. Long Pond, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, the long that. Listen, I'll watch. I'll rewatch the Miss Americana on Netflix. I watched that. As, that was pretty cool. Yeah, see, I like that. Yeah, see that <laughs> that was about those songs and whatnot, and yeah. her writing them, and it's mm-hmm. genius. And then she released all of that on a. Yeah, there's a soundtrack of that there out too go. that you can listen to him in acoustic, and that's just me. I love it, so that's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, Morgan, favorite era? <sighs> it's so hard to pick. I've, I'm between Red and Fearless, but probably Red. So earlier Taylor Swift vibes. Earlier, yeah, like right. kind of the nostalgic. You know, all the lyrics everybody can scream, sing to. Yeah. The breakup songs where you'd like look out your window and act like you just got dumped. You know. <laughs> Making, like, you're in a, like you're in a music video making you feel like you had the, or hurting from the breakup you never had yeah <laughs> happily true. happily in a relationship and singing all the breakup songs yeah yes yes <laughs> Jalen, do you have a favorite era yes um so for me mine is 1989 um, just because mm. I never really cared for country Taylor, not going to lie. So I felt like the time that 1989 came out, it was like a whole spin on her music genre. And I was like, okay, I might can be a Taylor Swift fan now. And so that for me was, was a big peak for sure. I think so. that's when I rejoined the train too. I loved country music growing up, but I'd Mm-hmm. I'm slightly a critic and not saying that she couldn't sing, but her vocals back then, obviously if you compare a normal album to Taylor's version album, um, the way that she difference. has improved is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And yes. so, um, yep. yeah, same. I hopped mm-hmm. back on the train in 1989 and mm-hmm. rode it since. So, yeah. I think I'm most interested to see with the re-records what yes. the debut album sounds like now compared to the 2006. Taylor. Do you think that she'll, is mm-hmm. she going to re-record the self-titled Taylor Swift album? Like, or I, would, I would think oh. she would. I don't know that that's mm-hmm. been confirmed, but. Right. Why would she not? Is there, is there a reason she wouldn't? I don't know. She started with, uh, she start with Fearless? She started with Fearless, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that makes me think she's saving the self-titled thing for last, just because that's kind of what I was saying. She's so left. specific about 1989 it. is left, Reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Reputation, left. and then Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Okay, so she only got three left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she would, save her, she would save her name for last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Do you think there's anything to the fact that She's saving, like, I feel like on the re-releases, some of the more electronic-y stuff is a little easier to replicate versus some of the more, her first album, which was more, like, acoustic. Do you think the instrumentals are going to be, like, harder to replicate perfectly? I don't know. They've been doing good so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I think, I, think it was I don't know. I think there's, like, attention to the albums somehow. Like, she would do Reputation second to last when she's yeah. kind of, like, come back and wrapped her arms back around everything mm-hmm. and then... Mm-hmm. ends with her name mm-hmm. kind of regaining mm-hmm. that control mm-hmm. right. i like it steep mm-hmm. all right without further ado we have a draft to do um everyone so i'm going to spin this wheel and we're going to see uh see what the order is um i'm not going to remake it it just has our names in it so we can we can do this it Who still says is- zach mason and 10 so okay here we go first overall pick is i'll put up this for you i'm not cheating Oh, it's Megan okay. is number oh, one. Megan. Number two overall. She wanted that one. Number two overall is. Ooh, that would be Morgan, which Me. leaves Jalen as third on the turn. So you'll have the third and fourth pick. All right. Are we ready? Ready to draft? Ready. Without further ado, number one overall pick. All right. I wanted this number one spot she just did. so I could grab the all too well 10 minute version. Yes, we have literally the same one. (laughs) I was like, that's good. That's going to be a heavy hitter. I've got a lot of, I've got, I've got some options. So, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's my pick. It is, it is iconic. The Taylor's version also, mind you, which Mm -hmm. there's. We're just going to assume they're all Taylor's versions here. You have to say it. Okay. You have to say it. (laughs) Yeah. That's a rule. Um, But yes, iconic. Number one. Wonderful. Okay. You want to say anything else about it? Or you feel good? good? Let's move. Speaks for itself. You don't have to. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Listen, listen to the listen song. To it's it. 10 Maybe we'll put together long. a playlist and post it so everyone can listen to all of your songs. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yes. Yep. Okay. Morgan, number two then? <sighs> number two, number Cool Summer. Time. Cool Summer. Nice. Right. The bridge. That's, that's recent. Right? That's Lover. Yeah. That's Lover. Okay. 2019. Yep. That was my, one of my other favorite parts in the movie when she was like, if you know the bridge, prove it. And then the whole theater. Yep. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. good, good. It's cool. like the second song that she did at the concert. Oh really? Yeah. What was the good, first good song? Pick. The first song was literally just the chorus of Miss Americana as she like opened because she like there was this grand reveal. You yeah. See. But mm-hmm. then okay. she then she went into Cruel Summer because Lover was the first era that she did. Cool. So. Oh, that's neat. Yep. All right, there you go. Uh, wrap out the first round, Jalen. What do you got? I've got Style from the 1989 album. Um, big reason why I choose that one is because a, like I said, that was when I became 
a Swifty was through that album. And two, that is literally like one of my favorite songs to sing in the car and just blare that sucker. So yeah, style is definitely my first overall pick. Nice. There you go. Is that yep. also because of the affiliation with Harry Styles? Potentially? <laughs> Maybe just Maybe. a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang. laughs> Little tidbit: I am a huge One Direction fan. Just we'll use. save that draft for another day. We'll <laughs> we'll revisit that part hey, two. I am all for that. <laughs> all right, Jalen, you're on the turn. Yeah. Coming back around, then. All right, my second overall pick. I'm going to change the wording just a smidge for parental purposes. Mm. Better language. Uh, Vigilante Shiz. Yes. And the only We are a family-friendly podcast here. (laughs) We are (laughs) family-friendly. Rated E for everyone. That's right. That's right. Um, Big reason I'm choosing this one is, first of all, um, her stage performance on the Eras tour for this song. And we all know this is what got Travis Kelsey all for her. So may I say anything less? No comment from you, sir. No say comment less. from you. You're only Steve Fine. Harvey. You have Absorbent. no idea this podcast. I this for later. moderating here. I will say, if it wasn't for that stage performance, if I she agree. didn't do that, mm-hmm. I think that song would be further down the charts than it is. Yes. But I now. I completely agree. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, have you watch it, but it's rather risque. So, oh, okay, risque. Yes. Okay. yes. That makes sense. It yes. is risque. Okay. Um, yes. But I will because say, of that she dresses so much more modest than the rest of her dancers on stage. I agree with that. that. And you're yeah. looking at her anyway, so. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> it's good. All right, Morgan, you're number two. Okay, this one may be kind of surprising, but it is uh, from the Fearless album, and it was a bonus track. Uh, mm. Come in with the rain. Yeah, one of my okay. favorites. Wow, nice. love that one. Nice. Just because of the, the lyrics. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've listened to that one as much. Let me go back. Go back. All right. So good. Come in yeah. with the rain. Bonus tracks. That's how you know they're real fans here. Yeah. Not just the radio <laughs> hits. That's right. <laughs> We're not just going to pick the top ones on the Billboard charts, yeah. because even though there are a lot, there are a lot. I was going through, I went through her entire discography and I was like, all of these are just up there. So anyway. All right. Wrap, wrap up the first round or second round. Okay. Megan, what do you got? Um, give me Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version. Ooh, I could not live like. without that song. I love Good that song take. so much. Good could take. not live. Could not live. I would die. And then on the turn, yep. give me Delicate. Oh, I yeah. also love that song. Um, yeah, good one. Very, very much so. Uh, what album is that off of? Reputation. Mm. Yeah. Stage okay. performance again for that song because I'm telling you, though, mm, just. I felt like the Reputation stage performances were some of the best. Oh, they, yeah. And, it, it, and just to you beeline here to talking about that Reputation album. Like after that album came out and she didn't win anything on it, that's when she like went into hiding for a while and then. Yeah. The folklore and evermore were the next thing, right? That's the that's like when she came out of that was the next thing mm-hmm. that came. And so yeah. like that album is so successful. Mm-hmm. She didn't win any of those not well, she didn't get any nominations, right? That was with Lover too, right? There weren't really as many. Because it's reputation, oh. then Lover, and then she had folklore and everything. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I just remember in one of the documentaries her being on that phone call and it was like really sad and she didn't get anything and she was upset yeah. and all that. Yeah. So but I'm like, well, 
it sponsors all my workouts and the concert was incredible looking. I'm like, whoever's on the committee for those things really. Yeah. Missed, yeah. They really missed, yeah. missed the boat on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. All right. All right. Morgan, third pick. All right. Third pick. Coming back around to the Midnight's era. Karma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's big. That was on your big. list. That was on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like the last song that she played is like the oh really big hitter outro in the in the era's concert. Mm-hmm. It's literally. Yeah, very I feel like that's where I did. I hit the re- I hit the really big two. I got Cruel Summer at the beginning. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which hit? There you go. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So she yeah. didn't go in order for her eras then. No. No. That's interesting. She hopped around. She yeah. kept you on your toes. <laughs> All right, Jalen, wrap up the third round. Um. Don't blame me from reputation. Yeah. Uh, the way that she hits that high note and like the people say, take us to church, Taylor. And we just talk about the transition. Oh, the yeah. I can't forget about that part. She yeah. literally had like a whole maybe 30, 40 seconds of her like, yes. it's hard to describe. You have to watch it, but it was yes. like, it made everyone, it's, it's like the jaw hits the floor moment yes. for people. It just hits you in the feels. Yeah. It's just- it's like holy cow, oh, she's gosh, about to get somebody. Unleashed beast. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to be on the receiving <laughs> end of whatever yeah. that was. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we all have two picks left then. Jalen, you're up. Back again. Okay. I'm gonna go Enchanted from Speak mm-hmm. Now, Taylor's version. First of all, always love that song. But then second of all, stage performance again on the Eras tour, the beautiful gown. Flawless. I was surprised that she only did that one song for the Speak Now Mm -hmm. era. But then again, it's such a big song. Mm -hmm. How could she not come out in a massive ball gown? Mm -hmm. And she probably couldn't do much else in that gown. Right. And I mean, how many eras did she go through? Eight, seven, seven or eight. That means she had that many. Wasn't it like? Wasn't it like forty, forty-five songs in total for the whole show, and they had to cut like six from the movie? Mm -hmm. They yeah, cut a few out. And some yeah. of the songs she just started at the chorus and only did the big parts of the songs. Like she yeah. didn't do full complete songs yeah. either. So yeah. I mean she did, but some of them it was like, oh, she skipped first mm-hmm. two and just went straight to the bridge mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. But, yeah, that was iconic. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that gown was so pretty. Mm-hmm. Forty five right. song yeah. set list is wild. It is. Wild yeah. stuff. It is. Oh yeah. Uh okay, <laughs> Morgan. Well, I mentioned it earlier, the performance for Tolerate It. I loved that song even before, but then yes. add the visuals, mm-hmm. just made it even better. Mm-hmm. I had that one on my list as a backup just in case. It's just another one of those good I storytelling songs where you feel like mm-hmm. you're right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like Absolutely. you know them personally and you're like, yeah, yeah. I witnessed all of that happen. <laughs> I was you're right. <laughs> he is a jerk. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, Megan, you have two picks back to back. Your last two picks of the draft. I know. The board is wide open. It is. And I am honestly rethinking a couple of things because I do have some big hitters, but then I also have songs that, like, man, I couldn't live without the song. Mm-hmm. <sighs> a lot of them are from Midnight's, I will say. Um, God, man. Okay. Okay, I think for the charts, I'm going to take Antihero. 
It's a banger. That is a big banger. I can jam to that. There's a lot of like jammy Taylor Swift songs. I, I, I like those and I tend to resonate more towards the stab you in the chest Taylor Swift songs. Mm-hmm. But sure. of all the jammy songs that are out there, because I literally have all too well wildest dreams and delicate. And so these are all like moderate emo songs, but I will take mm-hmm. anti-hero as a jam song. Um, and then lastly, honestly, I think I'm going to take exile with her and Bonnie Vare or however you say his name. That's true. Um, Cause I literally have That's spent time in the car pretending that like, you know, you're him singing and then you're her as the responder. And it's like, a, it's very, I have a playlist called songs that hurt and it's on that playlist. <laughs> yeah. I have an Enneagram four. If anyone's wondering. Uh, so I, I honestly don't think I could live without that song. If we go over honorable mentions later, I will list mine. But um, I, I think... feel like fif- narrowing it to 15 is like nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I still have like lots of unchecked mm-hmm. bullet points that I could have picked from. But I think mm-hmm. I went with the songs that a good jam song. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need a good jam song. And then I can't live without the exile mm-hmm. song. I would be sad if I never got to listen to that again. So anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, my last one. This is hard. Okay, I think I'm going to go with You Belong With Me. Yeah. Back to the fearless again, because I'm a fearless girl. It's a banger. Iconic. <clears throat> I like, I like it. it. I think it's a good one. I feel like there was a lot of the like big time. We'll do some honorable mentions, maybe. Yeah. If I were to draft my top five songs, none of the songs that you listed would be on there, which is why I'm not on this draft. But could you even <laughs> name five? You could probably name five songs. Yeah. Well, we'll be, save that. We'll save that. I'll for name. The I'll name the five yeah. that I know. Let's finish your five that you yeah. would do. Yeah. Okay, Jalen. Last pick. Last pick. Uh, this one is going to be a bonus track off the 1989 album. New Romantics. Yeah. It's just a banger for me. I love that song. I do like New Romantics. The chorus of that song is so, like, she does it live. It's so, like, look at me. I am so much better than you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so much better than all the people who tried to kill me. So, I love it. I love that one. Okay, I will. I do have a hot take. The fact that they cut Cardigan from the film, like, blows my mind. I was thinking that was a pretty iconic one. Yes. Um, Some of the other ones that they cut, I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised that she did the one because that Mm -hmm. was the first track of Folklore, which honestly, I love that song, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't the staple track, I don't think. No. But she still did it anyway. She did the little iconic um, melody change with Take Mm -hmm. Her Home instead of the other one, Mm -hmm. which was blew everyone's minds. but yeah, I was kind of surprised. But honestly, like from a she's performing for three hours standpoint, she got to lay down the whole time while she was singing that song. And yeah, I was like, she's taking, she's taking a break. Taking a break. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when you think yeah. about that from a stamina perspective too, like how many shows and how long of a performance time that is, I'm like, how do you, how does she, she do probably it? probably has to, I mean, the concerts themselves are good exercise. And so at the, that LA, wasn't it the last show in the u.s she's probably in great shape by then she could do it again tomorrow yeah. so mm-hmm. i think the last of three i think they did three nights in la yeah 
when they had everything down <laughs> yeah. and knew all the angles to catch. Let's mm-hmm. wait till the last one's practice on every other one. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great draft. We drafted. That was fun. I'm, I'm actually quite it. happy with my draft. That was great. Should we go through honorable mentions? Yeah, you guys can shout out a few. I'll just, I'll read, I'll read down my list. Um, Maroon from Midnight's. Love that song. Mm-hmm. Champagne Problems. Um, mm-hmm. It's on one of the two folky albums. I can't remember. Out of the Woods. Mm. Red. Midnight Rain. Marjorie. I almost picked that one over Exile. Love that song. I do really Back like Marjorie. December. You got karma. That was one of mine. Um, My tears ricochet. She did that on the show, right? Am I just dreaming that? Yeah, no, she did that one. That slow walk up the stage. I'm like, ooh, this is this is (laughs) chilling. And then Enchanted was on there too. Those are my honorable Mm -hmm. mentions. Mm -hmm. I I was kind of bummed that only Enchanted was the only song from the Speak Now era that Mm -hmm. we got. Even though it's not my favorite era. I would have liked yeah. maybe like one or two more. I was I maybe. was surprised. I leaned over to Lauren and I was like, "Is that was that really the only song she did from that mm-hmm. era?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh." Okay. So Lauren, uh, the my friend who I went with, she actually had gone to the Nashville show. Um. Oh. So. But yeah, she confirmed at least then that was the only song that she did. So. Oh, wow. But I mean that oh, dress. Wow. If you're gonna wear that dress, you should probably only wear yeah. it for a little while. She was probably very mm-hmm. sweaty. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Some of my honorable mm-hmm. mentions were from Taylor Swift, Teardrops on My Guitar, Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn. You know, all those classic. Mm-hmm. Picture to Burn. I used to yell that back in the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I feel like that's, that's like Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Like yes. Those are, <laughs> those, are, those are equivalent. It's a karaoke <laughs> song for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And I had, mm-hmm. re- I had read on mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, All Too Well, the regular and the 10 minute. But I feel like now I can't even listen to the regular anymore. It just has to be the 10 minute every time. What I should have done with Red, and I not a lot of people have probably heard this version, but she sang a version of Red at the CMAs one year with Alison Krauss, Vince Gill, and I think Sam Bush. And it is I like that. acoustic-y mm-hmm. and a little bluegrassy. And I'm a big bluegrass fan, also folky, all that stuff. And I there is a, I think it's out on... If not, there's a YouTube video, but it is like, whereas the normal red version is like super hype, that version is like the sad version of red. <laughs> and it just yeah. draws you in, man. It's, um, yeah, I, I didn't think about that till after, but mm. I don't know if that would have changed anything. No. Nope. But anyway, so. But still another yeah. good honorable mention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what about my, you, honorable, my honorable mentions. I'm going to, well, I will be honest. Uh, folklore and Evermore, I was like kind of iffy about, but then when I saw it on the Airs tour, I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute!" This, I've been wrong. This, yeah. this hits hard, and I think it was all because she was like so into it. Mm-hmm. That's what got me because she was so connected to it, and then kind of knowing the backstory a little more on her folklore album, that was kind of like, "Well, this makes sense." I mm-hmm. I didn't give it enough credit. Mm-hmm. But my honorable mentions would be um, Tolerated, as we've talked about, from Evermore, uh, My Tears Ricochet, August, uh, Cardigan. I just really like Lover. I just think it's just a sweet song. Yeah. It's just Lover a sweet, sweet. sweet little song. And then I can't believe none of us mentioned Ready For It, because, I mean, that was so powerful. I mean, yeah. yeah. I would be upset if that was not on my workout playlist anymore. 
but yeah. 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 Cause it's like, yeah. are you ready for it? Your workout? And you're like, no, but I'm going to feel like I'm ready <laughs> because I listened to this song. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to push me to do it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I did do an all Taylor Swift workout at the gym. That is pretty fun. Wow. If you've never done that, you should do that. Ooh. There's a, this girl who puts out treadmill strut playlists that's what i did or like mm-hmm. gives you a certain like mm-hmm. uh speed that you can like strut mm-hmm. to it and you're like you can you can really feel it walking in the gym that's funny <laughs> yep, that's exactly what i did i found something on tiktok and i was like yeah i'm gonna do that so yeah. i was at planet mm-hmm. fitness and everybody probably thought heck yeah she like, wow doing? she's feeling herself <laughs> yeah Why is maybe she a little too much <laughs> okay zach name Top five, five zach well, Nora, now that we've gone through and mentioned all of these Taylor Swift songs. Mine now. would just be a total pander draft, though, like a pandering to like the radio hits. Yes. It would be like Love Story. Okay. You Belong With Me. Okay. Like mm-hmm. Bad Blood. Shake It Off. Okay. Um, There's at least a few more I could think of. I don't know. <laughs> like all the ones that I remember actually hit, like hitting radio. Like I feel like all the ones you mentioned, a lot of them I didn't even recognize at all. I'm surprised neither of Not us the radio took hits. Shake It Off. Red. I like Red, too. Red's fine. Yeah. I was shake pinning Jalen. Okay to me. I, I think Jaylen it just got overplayed. And I was like, huh. <laughs> a little bit. I think so. Did. I think that's a lot of it. It got overplayed when it was out. And everybody's like, mm-hmm. doesn't like it anymore. Even though they were like the biggest hits in the world when they came out. Yeah. I, I actually enjoyed that performance more on the Ares tour than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. It was just so fun and just bouncy. I just liked it. The performance that she did at one of the award shows for uh, like artist of the decade. Did y'all have y'all watch that? She starts with that like jacket with all the names of the eras and she sings through a couple songs, but she does shake it off. And then um, it's like Camilla Cabell. I don't know how to say people's names. Her and somebody else came out and sang some verses with her. And that's one of my favorite performances of that song. I'll have to send y'all a link later. Yeah, y'all have yeah. to send me that. I haven't seen it. Okay, yeah, where she's like up it. on top of the platform during Shake It Off and then she like runs it down, like she stops it at the mid song and then she like, runs oh, down to that's the not it. That's not it. But yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I know that she's like going through all the eras at this point and she like eventually ends with Lover. I think she actually goes in order, but then Shake mm-hmm. It Off, there's like a whole bunch of people dancing and then um, what a, what a, is it? Fifth Harmony that she that Camilla Cabello is a part of, or yes, yeah. They I think it's two girls from there. They come out and sing it with her and like give her a break singing verses because she's up there for like twenty minutes almost. So, but I have to send it to y'all. So anyway, yeah, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. All right, what's left, boss? All right, we feel good. Feel good. You feel like you yeah. have done Taylor justice with your drafts. I think so. I think we okay. did. I think so. I do Great have one follow up question for because this is a theory, one of the conspiracy theories that's swirling about 1989. Mm-hmm. So mm. people, are, people are saying that she's not going to have any features on this album. And other people are saying that there, while there aren't going to be any features, it's going to be a double album and that there will be a second version that has a lot of features. Well, she's already so you, released a track list and I guess there's no features in that track list, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But people are okay. saying later she's going to come back and say... Oh. Here's another album of 1989, but all of the ones with feature tracks. Like a collaborations type? Yeah, like a collaboration. Is that just a guess, or do they have any sources? Or There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of sources about it. I've been deep Easter in the conspiracy bro. theory on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the TikTok conspiracy theory. All the TikTok conspiracies. We love them. them. We'll, we'll update when it drops. We'll, we'll uh, 
put it on the pod. Put an update out. I don't know if I feel like it's going to happen or not, but 50-50. 50-50. Could be. Perhaps. Well, thank you all for your your guest appearance here on the pod. It's been fun hearing a different perspective. This conversation would not have gone well with uh, Tinsley Mason and I. So uh, you all are experts. So thank you for sharing your opinions on Taylor Swift. And uh, make sure that you tune back in for Week in Preview coming up in just a few days on Friday. I'll be waiting for my check. All right. Yeah. Commission check. Um, First string. This will be the most listened to pod of all time, probably. probably. So here we are. And we'll be back for more. That's right. Yeah, then we'll have to have you back because you've got more lessons than all hey, of us. Hey, next gal up. Next We're gal up. We'll start a whole new channel for you. A new podcast. <laughs> everything. Yeah. We're going to take over. Yes, right. we will. Over, boys. All right. Ready yeah. for it. Do, <laughs> do, <laughs> All right. That's a great place to end it. All right. And with that. Good work. Tune in to Red Medicine around Monday. <laughs> <laughs>